Good afternoon. You are listening to the Happiness Podcast with Laura. This is the time when I get to come visit you once a week and share a little bit about the richness, the goofiness, and the deliciousness of life. Some days we have guests, some days it's just me, and some days it's you and me. My name is Laura Lavigne, and you can find me online on Facebook, Twitter, as well as lauralavigne.com. Now let's get on with today's show. Today's story is a reminder to not overthink things too much, especially when a lot of the thinking has to do with fear. I was driving into Seattle at the off-ramp from I-5 into the city and the light was red. I was sitting in my car waiting for the light to change and to my left on the sidewalk was a very, very large man, a very large sort of scary man sitting on a crate with a big sign that said, anything will help. And I was maybe six feet away from him, very, very close. So I thought, what do I have that I could give him? I looked in my car for some food. I had no food. I didn't have any cash. And I thought, well, I really don't have anything to give him that that would help. Nothing. So the next best option was to hope that the light would turn green pretty soon. But the light wasn't turning green and I was the very first car in line right in front of him. So I sat there and kind of looked ahead, but I couldn't unsee him and I couldn't unsee his request. And I was a little antsy, a little uncomfortable and really hoping the light would turn green so I could just put it all behind me and and go on my merry way. But it wasn't doing that. And then I remembered that the weekend before my son and I had gone to the beach and we had found a heart-shaped rock. We have this thing where we find heart-shaped rocks a lot of places. So we found this quite large heart-shaped rock and I had put it in the glove box of my car. So now I have the heart-shaped rock in my mind and right away the voices come that say, don't give him that. He doesn't want that. He doesn't want a heart-shaped rock. He wants food or he wants money. And he's not going to know what the heck to do with that rock. Don't be stupid. And then the second thought is, he's probably going to throw that rock at your windshield. Yeah, not good. But still, I have no food and I have no money. And I'm sitting there and here we are. And the light is not turning green. So after a few more instants, it just started to become a little bit too uncomfortable. and, And that rock kept popping in my head, in my head, in my head. So I opened the glove box and I picked up the rock and I made eye contact with him. And as soon as I made, as soon as I made eye contact, he got up and he walked towards my car. And man, was he big. He was bigger, bigger than I thought when he was standing up. And he got his face, he folded himself and got his face next to my window. So I opened my window, not all the way. And he put his hand out and I put the rock in his hand and he closed his hand over the rock. 
And I rolled up my window. And he walked back to his crate. And the light was still red. And I was thinking, this is the time when the rock gets thrown into the windshield. But I couldn't help looking at him. And I saw him. I was lucky enough to catch the very moment when he opened his hand. I don't know why he waited to be sat down again and did it very slowly. The whole thing was very slow because really, you know, it probably took a couple minutes. I mean, how long does the light stay red, right? But it felt like two months. So he opened his hand and he looked at the rock and then he looked up at me and he broke into the biggest, warmest, sunniest smile possible. It was like the clouds all left the Seattle sky and we were bathed in this brilliant, gorgeous, warm smile. And just then, the light turned green. And I was just high on the moment and the exchange and I was so happy that I didn't let fear get in my way and yet very aware that at that light turned green a second before there was no rock exchange I would have boogied down the road but it didn't and life had afforded us this this moment this exchange and all I give him was the rock he can't sell the rock he can't eat the rock I don't know what he's going to do with the rock. Is he going to leave it by the crate when he leaves that night for someone else to find? Is he going to gift it to someone else? Is he going to put it in the trash can? Is he going to carry it with him in his backpack for the next year? That would make a nice story. I don't know. I have no idea. But I do know that at that very moment, there was an exchange and there was a moment of grace and there was a moment of heart-to-heart, literally, connection, where I gave what I had and he received it in that way. So I think about that often. I think about how often we think that we don't have enough to give. We don't have the money. We don't have the skill we don't have maybe sometime we don't have the time so instead we do nothing at all and we just wait for the light to turn green because then it absolves us and we can just go on and forget that we were ever invited to give and how the other option is so wonderful to just remember that whatever we have is enough it comes from our heart and it's enough and it's enough because we decide it's enough no matter how it is received if he had opened his hand looked at the heart and just kind of shrugged his shoulder and put it on the ground I would have been disappointed but it wouldn't have taken away from me the fact that I had been brave enough to give him that rock that I picked on a beach a hundred miles away so to give from my heart from our heart and with as few expectations as possible i don't know that we can go completely with no expectation although that would be nice but with as few expectations as possible knowing that we have connected with this really good part of ourselves and we have given 
that was a, a really really lovely day and if you get a chance i would love to hear about times when you too have done something that you thought would not matter because it seems so small and yet it mattered so much or maybe times when someone did something for you that was so kind and so sweet and just hit the perfect spot for you at the perfect time. If you would like to share these with me, I would be happy to share them on the air. And you can do that by emailing me at laura, L-A-U-R-A, at lauralavigne.com. That's L-A-U-R-A. L-A-V-I-G-N-E dot com. I would love to hear from you and I hope you have a wonderful week. I will see you very soon. Bye-bye.